All right, we're ready to get started. Good evening. Tonight we're learning Maseches Kedushin Daf Chaf Kimmel, and we're starting three lines from the bottom of Chaf Beis Amud Beis. And the Gemara begins with a story. Rav Yehuda Handua Ger She'ein Lo Yorshin Hava. He was a Ger, and he didn't have anyone to inherit him, no children. Chalash, when he was sick, Ol Mar Zutra Lishiulebe, Mar Zutra went to go visit him to see how he was feeling. And uh, the Gemara says, Chazye, what Marzutra saw when he got there was the Toki play Almatuva. The world was getting heavy on him. In other words, it's a colloquialism. He was uh, about to pass away. Omar Leila Avde. So what Marzutra did, he had a chap, because he knew that this guy was a ger with no Yorshin. And if the ger with no Yorshin has an Evid, Evid's going to go free unless he's chapped up. So before Rav, uh, Rav Yehuda Handua's uh, Han Eved was to be freed, he asked him to do a task for him. Marzutra asked Rav Yehuda's Eved to do a task. He says, Omar Leila Abde, shlofli misani, take off my shoes, and please bring them to my house. And the reason why he did this is because then, during the course of that um, Avdus that the slave was doing, so he assumed that Rav Yehuda Handua would die. And there would be no time when the Eved wasn't an Eved. And he would instantly transfer into the ownership of Marzutra. That's what the Gemara says. Some say that this Eved was older. And and he went from the Eved, from the master that uh, was dying to the master that was alive. All is fine and good. Some say that this Eved was actually a child and not like the opinion of Abishol. Chav Gimel Amad Aleph on the second line to Tanya. The Brisa writes as follows. Ger Shemes Ubiz Bezu Yisrael Nechasov. Let's say a Ger dies. He has no family members and people were pillaging his properties. Vahayu Ben Avadin Ben Gedolim Ben Ketanim. And he had Avadim. Some were older, some were younger. Kanu Atzman Ben Echore. No matter what, they all get to go free. Abishol Omer. Abishol says Gedolim. <clears throat> the older ones make themselves uh, get to go free. Not they don't make themselves automatically go free. And ketanim, uh, the ketanim call They're like free, uh, free agents. Anybody who grabs them up, they're considered automatically. There's the ketanim. Don't have the individuality. They're not actual bnei because they're ketanim. Fascinating Gemara. A lot of halachic implications for abdus. Important Gemara for uh, for ketanim versus gedolim. Uh, if one is ever going to write an article article on Katanim and Shas, this would be one of the Gemaras that's included because an Eved who's a Katan has no, not, nothing. He has no bearings at all. He he can just literally be taken by someone to be an Eved. Our Mishnah on uh, the top third of Chav Bezim and Bez that we started with yesterday spoke about how an Eved Kanani can be acquired. And it also spoke about how he can be Kona Es Atzmo. And when we were talking about how the Ebed can acquire himself back, that we had a machlokas tanoim. We had the sheet of Rav Meir, and if you look back in our Mishnah on Chav Beis and Beis, we need this part to be super clear so that we can understand the rest. Rav Meir had said on the second line of our Mishnah, with monies that come from others, and from a document even that comes from himself. The Chachamim Omrim in our Mishnah, they said the opposite. The Ketzef was Ali Asmo and the Shtar was Ali Acherim. And we're going to analyze both of these Shitas. So the Gemara says on Chav Gimel Amaral, eight lines down at the two dots, we had said, Bekones Atzmo Bekesef. And according to the, to the Tanakhama, Rav Meir, Bekesef Ali Acherim in 
the only way he's going to be nikna, the only way he's going to go free is if the money that's used to free him comes from the outside. It comes from somebody else. If he finds money on his own, he has a bank account of his own. That money cannot be used to free him. What is the case of our Mishnah? Elema asks the Gemara, maybe the Gemara says that he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know that he's about to be freed. Let's analyze. Shaman alei the Reb Meir. We know the Reb Meir is of the opinion to Omar. It's considered detrimental for an Eved to leave his master. The reason it's considered detrimental for an Eved to leave his master is because when he's with his master, he has access to a Shivcha Kananis, and he has access to Truma. He's living the life, relatively speaking, within the Avdus world, within that uh, socioeconomic uh, strata. He's doing just fine. And it's, it's sometimes easier to stay in jail than it is to be free. Vitanina, and in addition to the fact that it's considered a chov for this person to go free, yeah, listen, it it works, it works. People who leave jail often want to go back. So it says the Gemara. First of all, it's a chov. Second of all, we know a principle of zachin laadam shalobafana ben chavin loelabafana that you're not allowed to make a detrimental decision in someone's absence. You're only allowed to make a positive decision in someone's absence. And since over here. Since over here it's detrimental, it must be, Alapshita says the Gemara, that it's Midaito. He must therefore know what's going on when he's being freed. So says the Gemara, If it's in fact true that he knows that he's going to be freed, what does that teach us? It teaches us that only others can free him, but he cannot free himself when it comes to Kesef. He can't pay out. Alma, ain kinyan le'evid below rabo. An Eved owns nothing without his master. Meaning, even if he thinks he has money, the money is not his. I sometimes remind my children of this when they say, this is my money. <laughs> I remind them, you own nothing. Your money is my money. Now, when your children are gedolim, if they're still somecha shulchano versus not somecha shulchano, these are halachic discussions. My younger children own nothing. And I frequently try to remind them in a gentle way, sometimes in a not so gentle way, that you don't own anything. One of my children tried to tell me yesterday that they're going to buy a bunny with their own money. And I said, <laughs> and I said, you have no money, you have no bunny, and we are not moving on from this conversation. Done. So here the Gemara says by an Evid, it's the same deal. That the Evid has no rights whatsoever. That's Rav Meir in our Mishnah. Rav Meir said that even if the Evid thinks he has money, he can't free himself. It's not his money. It's the money that really belongs to the master. Yachi says the Gemara, if in fact you're right that it's Midaito, that he knows what's going on, then Ema Seifa, in the second part of the Mishnah on Chav Beis and Beis, when it says, Bishtar al Yadei Atzmo, al Yadei Atzmo in al Yadei Lo, the Midaito, had it been that he knows what's going on, uh, going on, al Yadei Acherem Amaylo. Why can't it be that he has another person accepting, accepting a star? Why did the Mishnah distinguish? And the Gemara says a third of the way down, if you want to say, what did the Mishnah mean when it says, maybe it means, even if it were to be himself, namely, a star is different than money. By a star, he can even use it by himself. We said by money, he can't use it by himself. Maybe by a star that he takes care of on his own, maybe he can. And the Gemara teaches us a Chiddush over here, and this principle we've seen already in Maseches Kitten, that perhaps the get and his freedom come at one time. That's important because when he when he receives the star shichror, 
at that moment, he becomes an individual, a Ben Chorin. If we say he's still an Ebed the moment he accepts the get, so let's say I'm the Ebed, and you're handing me the get, the moment I take it, I'm still an Ebed, I don't own anything. I can't even accept it. So the Gemara's Mechadesh that perhaps we should say that the reason why by Shtar the language would be Af al Yedei Acherim is because it's to teach us that Gito Viado Boim Kechad. The Gemara says, That's just Pashat, not what the Brysa says. The Tanya, the Brysa writes, We see that it's not Af al Yedei Atzmo to teach us the din of Gito Viado Boim Kechad. So therefore, the Gemara backtracks and says, you're right. Let's go back to what our case is. When our Mishnah has the Machlokas of Meir and the Chachamim, in regards to whether or not money can be had by the Eved to free himself, we have to say, Le'olam Shalomidaito. Really what we're talking about is that the Eved didn't even know what was going on. That's why the money can't be his own. He wasn't a part of the transaction. I. what about the problem of you're not allowed to make a decision that's detrimental to someone in their absence and he didn't know what was going on says the Gemara halfway down the shiny Kesef there's something different going on when we're dealing with Kesef and the severance of a relationship between an Eved and his master why? since the Eved Kenani can be purchased against his will he can be sold against his will and therefore, the functionality of Kesef within this relationship is so powerful that it overrides the concerns of Ein Chav and Adam al-Bafanov. It is the halachic mechanics of money, that kishem, that it's, it's like a hekish. Just like you're able to be kone someone bal korcha, you can be makna someone bal korcha. Mm-hmm. Yahi says the Gemara, shtar nami, why wouldn't we say the same thing by shtar? Why would the Mishnah distinguish between a shtar, which is al yidei asmo, but not al yidei acher? Why? It should be the same exact din as kesef. The Gemara explains, and we've seen this distinction before, says the Gemara, hai shtar l'chud, v'hai shtar l'chud, the shtaros are different. The shtar that's being used to, to bring the Eved into the relationship is a different shtar than the one that's being used to exit the Eved from the relationship. They're not the same shtar. The documents have different words on them. Says the Gemara, Hachanami, maybe we should ask, hi kaspa l'chud, v'hai kaspa l'chud. You wanted to make a hekesh. That just like the kesef can be done bal korcho, so it, going into the relationship, so too kesef can be used to break the relationship. So says the Gemara, maybe we should say that uh, that's not true. Maybe the star kesef, the coins that are used going in are different than the coins that are used going out. Says the Gemara, yeah, but the coins are indistinguishable. Tiva, miha, chadhu. The dollar bills look exactly the same. It's not a star which has different content on it. The dollar bill is a dollar bill. So therefore, because the coinage is the same, we cannot say the same thing by Kesef. Whereas by star, we can distinguish between the star of the Evid being inbound, because it says that you will now hereby be an Evid for me forever, as opposed to a star that says you are now leaving me and we now have a get shikhor. And that's how the Gemara concludes. Rava Amar. Rava gives a different distinction between Kesef and star. Rava says Kesef... The acceptance of the rub, the acceptance of the master is what causes the transaction to function. By shtar, kabalas acherim garmalo. This Gemara requires a little bit of research because why doesn't the shtar also work when the eved, when the when the bal, when the rab receives it? The Gemara makes a little bit of an oddball distinction. Not that the distinction is wrong, uh, but it's seemingly each part should still be true about the other. But that's how Rava answers the Gemara leaves it. Uh, seemingly in a, in a little bit of a simplistic answer. Now, all of this was in regards to Rav Meir. 
And Rav Meir was of the opinion, Rav Meir was of the opinion that it's considered a chov for an Evid to go free. Now let's learn the Chachamim. The Gemara says two-thirds of the way down at the two dots, that an Evid is allowed to be freed with his own money. And says the Gemara, in, yes, that the Evid can go free based on his own Kesev. And, and when it comes to uh, monies that are uh, from the outside, from other people, that it's not the case. So then the Gemara says, am I, why is this true? Nehinami, I agree to Abaye's understanding of our Gemara that we saw eight lines ago to Shalomi Daitam. We're talking about a case where we don't know, where the Evid doesn't know what's going on. Michti, but let's analyze. Shemana Luhula Rabbanon, we know the sheet of the Rabbanon, which is quite different than that of Rav Meir, which is the Amre Zechushu, we should be adding the word Le'evet, There's a fundamental machlokas between Rav Meir and the Rabbanon in regards to whether or not it's beneficial for an Evid to go free. According to the Shita of Rav Meir, it's a chov. According to the Rabbanon, it's beneficial for him to go free. So therefore, what do we have going for us? Over here, according to, Rab, to the Rabbanon, they hold that it's a schus for the Eved to go free. If it's a schus for the Eved to go free, I don't need the Eved to know about it. Why? Because Zachan Laram Shalobofanam, and it's a schus for him to go free. The Chitema, if that's true, my Al Yadei Atzmo, what then does it mean in the Bryce in our Mishnah when it says Yadei Atzmo? Maybe it means Af Al Yadei Atzmo, that it is even to be done with him. And perhaps we should say over here that according to the Chachamim, who say that an Eved is allowed to have his own money to free him, perhaps that teaches us that an Eved has something to own even if he has a master, unlike the previous version of the Gemara, says the Gemara, if that's true, the rest of our mission is difficult, because our rest of our mission says, there we said a little bit differently, there we said that the Ebed has no bylaws as it relates to the Shtar at all, it can only be, and we hold, we hold that the get and the divorce, as we saw earlier on the page, they actually do seem to happen at the same time. So then the safe of the Bryce is very difficult. The Chitema, perhaps when we're talking about a star in our Mishnah, what we mean is my What do we mean when we say that an Eved can only have a star Maybe it means that it's even by others and for sure a star that's taken care of by himself. And this comes to teach us this and perhaps this teaches us that there's a merit for the Eved to go out from under his Rav. So says the Gemara, if that's true, then our Mishnah should have simplified and written things a little bit differently. We should have um, uh, consolidated our Mishnah and written as follows. The Kesifu Vishtar that's what it should have said, but it's not what it said. Ella says the Gemara has another answer and a very unique answer, one that we would never have expected. And just to frame out this answer before we get there, our Mishnah seems pretty clear that there are only two Shitas. Our Mishnah is the Shita of the Rabbanon, of Reb Meir, followed by the Shita of the Rabbanon. Look what the creative Gemara does. Ella, we're talking about Bekesev. In regards to money, the Gemara says that no matter what, whether or not he has the money is through others or through him, he's allowed to break off his relationship with his master. And Bishtar, Al Yudei Achirim, Velo Al Yudei Atzmo, Ben Elazar, who? 
there's a different tan in our Mishnah. If you look at our Mishnah, it doesn't look like there's another tan in our Mishnah, but really there is. Titania, what is this sheet of Rav Shimon ben Elazar who says that money, it doesn't matter if it's a cherem or atzmo, but by star, it's only al yidei a cherem. So it says the Gemara, Rav Shimon ben Elazar, Omer, six lines, five lines from the bottom. There really are three shitas, and one of them is Pashat missing from our Mishnah. That means that our Mishnah, according to this approach, needs to be modified. We have the Shita of Rav Meir as presented. We have the Shita of the Chachamim as presented. And then we have the Shita of Rav Shimon ben Elazar that's missing from our Mishnah. The Gemara then says, I'm a rabbi. Four lines from the bottom of Chavkim Alamadalaf, my time of Rab Shimon ben Elazar. What is the reason for the Shita of Rab Shimon ben Elazar in regards to Shtar that he distinguishes between Acherim and Al Yudei Atzmo? Says the Gemara, Gomar la la mi Isha. He has a Shava that he learns from Isha to the world of Eved Kanani. What's the Gzeira Shava? Ma Isha, just like by a woman, Ajiyotzi get Lirishus Sheino Shalo. In regards to a woman, the get has to leave the rishos of the baal in order to take effect. Af eved nami, the same is true over here by an eved. The same exact thing would be true in regards to an eved. And this is what the gzeru shava la means, that we're trying to learn that when it comes to shtar, it only works when it leaves the possession of the rav into the possession of another. Vay rabba, the Gemara asks a question as we turn to the top of Rav Gimel Amit Beis. We'll be heading to the last line on this particular Amud. The Gemara says as follows. The Rav Shimon ben Elazar, according to this b'risa, where we quote Rav Shimon ben Elazar, Eved Kenani, Does an Eved Kenani have the halachic capacity to appoint a shliach to accept his own shtar geshechro? Now, on the one hand, he's really not a yid. At the same time, he's allowed to accept the shtar shechro. Do we say, because we have made the Gzeir Shava on the bottom of Chav Gimel Amaralev, that uh, that we compare an Ebed Kanani to an Isha, maybe the Gzeir Shava also carries this over the bridge, and therefore we should assume that he can appoint a Shliach, even though he's an Ebed Kanani, he's not an Ebed Ibri, he's not a full Yid, but maybe he's allowed to appoint a Shliach. O Dilma, maybe it's different, and here's the Gemara's Lamdus Isha, Perhaps a woman who's allowed to be a recipient of a get, she can also appoint a shliach. But he really isn't the one who receives his own get. So that's how the Gemara frames the question of whether or not an Eved Kanani can appoint a shliach for himself to receive a get. The Gemara responds, The question that was posed by Rabbah is answered by Rabbah. And he holds um, uh, that it's missing a word here. It should be gamar la la mi isha ki isha. We hold that this is in fact part of the gzera shava. We hold that because of the gzera shava of la la, we therefore say that an evid kanani is allowed to appoint a messenger in order to receive his own get. Says the gemara. Wait one second. The de amar we learned in shas a couple of times already. To amar ravuna bereid rav yoshua. Hani kahane, when we talk about kohanim, shluche de ninu. There's a machlokas. Do we say that kohanim are shluche de rachmana, that they're just messengers of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or are they shluche didan, or are they my messenger? Now, there's a big problem with that. We, the, what's the other option? To say that they're my messenger doesn't work. Di salka daitach shluche didan ninu. 
If you wanted to argue that when I bring a korban to the Beis HaMikdash, so then really the coin is my shliach, says the Gemara, the lambdas doesn't work. Is there a case scenario? I'm not able to bring the korban. I'm not able to even enter into that space. And they can function on my behalf. So therefore the Gemara says it must be that that the shlichu says shluche de rachmana. Says the Gemara Velo, we don't have precedent for a case like that? Of course we do. We have the Gzera Shava that we just saw. The Gzera Shava taught us that the Eved is not allowed to really do his own thing here, but because of the Gzera Shava of Lala, he is allowed. Says the Gemara Velohi. You really can't compare the case of a Yid bringing a Korban to a Kohen and an Eved Kanani trying to appoint a Shliach to get his own Shtar Shichur. Why not? Yisrael lo b'toras korbanos klal. When it comes to a Yisrael as opposed to a Kohen, Yisrael has zero latitude. None. You're never allowed to enter into that space. That space is Kodosh. All the machlokos now people have about going on harabayis have to do with this Isra being in inappropriate halachic places on the Temple Mount. Nisht bashud. There are places you have to know the landscape down to the meter. You have to know exactly what you're doing. Fine. We have no shaykhs to korbanos at all. But Eved, shaykh begitted. But when it comes to an Eved, even an Eved Kanani, he's shaykh by the world of Gittin. He has a star shikhr, the Tanya. The Brysa writes, Nirin hadvarim, Eved mekabel gito shel chavero, miyad rabo shel chavero. It appears that it's the halacha, that an Eved can accept a get of his friend from the master of his friend. Aval lo miyad rabo shelo but he's not allowed to accept for himself. So in this b'risa, we see that there's an aspect of shlichus that ap- applies to an Eved Kanani, but there's never an aspect of korbanos in halachic terms that applies to us. Now, we have to say the parashas atamid. We have to bring korbanos chatos when we do something wrong, but we're never the one to bring the korban. That's not a thing. We bring the korban to the Beis HaMikdash, to the finish line, but we're never the one who actually gets it done. So we actually, it's a very hard line and. In davening, because we say that tefillahs b'makom korbanos, it's hard and emotionally hard. But the Gemara still uh, makes a, a clean distinction. We had then said, if you want to flip, was it? Oh, I thought somebody said something. At the end of our Mishnah, yeah. Practice, yeah, yeah. Well, the That's what the Bryce is talking about. Yeah, he just said his own. Thank it has to be a complete, complete stranger. <clears throat> complete stranger. What did I say? Yeah. I thought you said he came to the Avalomia. Avalomia. Yeah. He was talking about himself. He, this is talking about um, another slave. Another, the, right. Yeah. This yeah, is. I, I might have said something different. That's distinctly possible. And it's here for posterity. But uh, yeah, that right, that, that Rashi does highlight that case. So then our Mishnah spoke about the case of This is what the end of our Mishnah says on This was the last line of our Mishnah. Let's analyze that and we'll, it'll take us to the bottom of the page. Perhaps perhaps what's going on in our Mishnah is as follows. Perhaps an Eved can't purchase or own anything without his master, and a person's wife can't own anything without her husband. And perhaps it's possible, says the Gemara, 
that the Eved can own things without the Rav and the wife can own things without the husband. No, the Kule Alma, and this is quoted in the Rambam, and it's quoted in the Shulchan Aruch in Yoradea, that really, really, that's definitely not what the Machlokas is between Rav Meir and the Chachamim in our Mishnah. Really, what's going on in our Mishnah? Really, there's another mana that's in play here. The Amar Le, a man wants to give the money to the Abed in our Mishnah, and he says the following line, I am earmarking this money for you. It may not be for your master. Does that work? If we hold Halacha Lamaisa, and it seems that we do, that there's no such thing as a Kenyan of an Abed when he has a master, so what if I give money the tznai that it's not going to go to the master? Does my tznai hold up against the backdrop of an Evid has no kinyonim? We're three-fourths of the way down, 12 lines from the bottom. Rav Meir Savar, Ki Omar Kani, Kani Evid Bekani Rabe. Once there is a kinyon, that's great. The kinyon has transacted and the money goes to the master. Effectively. What are you talking about? There is no almanas. The Torah says that an Evid can't be going to anything on his own without his rum. So if you say, here you go, Mr. Evid, guess what? You just gave your money to the master. I, you said almanas, you don't know what you're talking about. You shouldn't have done that. The Rabbon and Sabre, perhaps they hold differently. The Kavan de Omar lay almanas, ahani lay to no eho. The Rabbonon hold that really almanas does work to earmark money against the baseline, which is to say that an Evid cannot be going to anything in the face of his rub. The Rebbe Lazar, the other Shita that we learned, says, Omar, no. There's nothing to talk about. Your case of Al-Tanai is a ridiculous case. Nothing to talk about. The Rabbanan for sure don't hold that the Tanai works. And this is going to be our last uh, answer of the day of how to understand the Machlokas between Rav Meir and the Chachamim in our Mishnah. The Gemara says, uh, A person gave a mana to an Ebed. I don't want you to have this money for you. Because if I give you the money for you, the money goes to your master. What I want this money to do is make you go free. I don't want you to have the money for you. This money is going to be spent on you going free. So what about that? Rav Meir Sabar, Kiyomar Le'ak, Kiyomar Le'kani, Kani Eved V'Kani Rabbe. V'Kiyomar Le'almanas, Lo'klum Kamar Le'. He says the same thing as he would have before. That's cute. You're trying to say that the money's only for his freedom. You're not allowed to do that. You can't give money to an Eved while he is in servitude. The second you do that, the money's gone. You said Almanas, and he goes, I don't care what you say. It doesn't matter. An Eved, Mashakana Eved, Kana Rabbo, conversation's short. Says the Gemara, the rabbis hold that this case is different. He says, He says, nothing transacted. You wanted to give over this money in order to help him go free. What does that even mean? Where is the money going? If you're not totally freeing him fully, he can't go free at all because you didn't put enough money into the pot. He won't go free at all. Nothing transacted. The money didn't go anywhere. We'll stop right here. As you can see on the last line, we'll see a steer within Rav Meir and a steer within the Rabbanon. We'll pick up in Yerush Hashem tomorrow night in person. Wishing you all a beautiful night.